You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. You're listening to the We Are Libertarians network. Learn more at wearelibertarians.com. Song of Liberty podcast. This is episode number 177 of East Central Indiana's favorite podcast. I'm Jeremiah Morrill. Today I'm joined by co-host Zach Bircham and uh, some guy named Mark Brim who said, yeah, I'll do your podcast. Why not? Yeah, Stacy Guffey's watching. We were talking before we uh, started and uh, Stacy Guffey, the guy in Sulphur who always leaves his cop car out there. Now you're going to have, you just gave him the idea. He's going to, oh. you're going to have a Stacy Guffey Duffy, uh, Stacy Guffey hey, Duffy, the dummy out there. Like I run ways. And so on ways you can report like a speed trap. And if the police officer's creative enough, I don't report it. Cause I'm like, you know what? Kudos to you, sir. <laughs> and that was caught me for like years going to Richmond. Every we're week. talking, we're talking. If you go watch super troopers back in the day, they, there was the, uh, the guy who would, uh, have his cop car sitting on the bridge with the guy in the uniform and then he'd be down below fishing. Um, all right. So what are we talking about today, Zach? Oh, uh, looks like we're going to talk about, it's not going to be safe outside for the holidays. Apparently we already know that ahead of time. Um, we've got, uh, the big news with the, uh, Trump's taxes, of course. And then, uh, election updates for, uh, Joe Jorgensen, and Donald Rainwater. I know, Joe Jorgensen was in town or not Newcastle, Westfield, yeah. Westfield, Hamilton North County. Side. So uh, this show is about our lives in rural Indiana. We're here to push your boundaries and make you think as individuals. Sometimes we'll provoke you. Other times we'll make you laugh. But hopefully you will always learn something new. Uh, Producer Chris is going to be walking in tardy and Dakota was tied up tonight. So it's the uh, Jer, Mark and uh, and Zach show tonight. And we're going to try to figure it out as we go along. It is a miracle that the video got working. I was in well, full boomer mode trying to get the video. Lots started. of efforting. And he was using terms. I, I had no idea what he was doing. It looked, you'd think it'd be simple. I'm looking over there and it looks like, looks like he's reading code and moving <laughs> things around. I was like, Oh, there's, there's a one page, uh, set of notes that were designed and uh, written before they changed Facebook. That was one of my yep. biggest problems. And yeah. then we do have video, but it does not have our normal fancy boss hog logo with the title and all that other stuff that Dakota gets up there because that's in the 201 class. And I barely, I'm skating by with a, a D minus at this point. <laughs> we are on the air and it works. Uh, but the chat's working and it's, it's good to see people out there. I see my cousin Donnie down in Florida, hero Donnie, uh, checking, uh, checking us out. Oh, so, uh, we have to do some thank you, Zach. You, you got to, you want to can't handle that part? Yep. It's cooler outside, but it's toasty in the studio, or toastier than it could, then it's not cold out. So then we thank all the Patreon people, uh, Patreon, the people that contribute uh, on a regular basis to help keep the lights on, keep the electricity going, the heat and air conditioning, uh, transitioning from air conditioning to heat this time of year. And, uh, if you contribute more than $50 a month, you get mentioned every episode. So we got Chris Lamb. Who's running for local school board? We got Christy Avery, who's kind of like the official. I call her she's kind of like the mom of the boss hog. She's been supporting for the entire time that you could do it. You got Jonathan Phillips, who's the official uh, car guy to go see him, and then we got Anthony Meyer, the newest member. Um, also, if you uh, doing that, you still want some other stuff. You want some swag? 
uh, check out the tea chip stores. Um, I'm not trying to throw those links up or I'll wait for Guffy to get back. Um, but those are BHOL one, two, three, and four and BHOL mug, which will get you the mugs. I believe that's also where the, uh, like face masks, I, uh, Coda calls it a bandolero, <laughs> but like the, uh, net gators, uh, which I know Mason Roddinghouse has one. It looks pretty good. looks, looks very professional. So check those out. It's another way to support the show. Very good. Yep. The, uh, the, I think my parents have one too. I know, I know we sold at least two or three of those and it said it was going to take like six weeks to come in. They took like a week and a half or two weeks. They, uh, they undersold and over delivered sure. on the, on the deliveries. So, uh, and there's news that it's going to go out till like November 1st. So, uh, you know, you might have to have that, that mask for a little while longer. Nobody wants to have it. Obviously we, uh, we'll be talking about that on the show as we go along, but, um, yeah, that's the, uh, that's the story. Oh, hell. So Indie star yesterday, Mark said it's still not safe to go outside. It is not. It is not. The circle of lights, the hundred thousand people that normally show up in downtown Indianapolis, for the lighting of what I have to imagine you probably object to, the world's largest Christmas tree. And why would I object to that? Do you think, All of the... the do, you, do you think it's a real tree? I bet it is 100% real. They're watering it every night. <laughs> Are you even familiar? All I don't things. know. I you, You're practically from Ohio, so I don't know if you understand or <laughs> know you even Indianapolis. Station? Yeah, you're more of a Dayton station person. Oh, Richmond is all Dayton, pretty much. We're in, we're another world. I mean, I mean, you guys are Hoosiers, right? Yeah, yeah. All of us over in Richmond, we're the pretenders. You're you guys are the ones where in, on Dayton TV they say, "Oh God, Richmond's getting hammered." You got 15 minutes before the weather gets bad over here in Dayton. Yeah, that's probably what happens to mm-hmm. you. Totally. Um, so there's the Soldier and Sailors Monument is uh, in the circle mm-hmm. uh, in the Circle City, Indianapolis, and they string up the probably about now a bunch of Union electricians string up lights from the top of it all the way down to the bottom mm-hmm. and they make it into the world's largest Christmas tree. They don't turn it on. They don't, they don't turn it on until the night after Thanksgiving. So what has become black Friday uh, is the Christmas lighting ceremony in Indianapolis. Normally a hundred thousand people show up, all these bands come out and it's a big celebration for the community. COVID casualty. Not going to happen. Not happening this year. I I'm said, not surprised. I okay. said at this point, if you're just going to do it on TV, uh, Mark would probably be happier. And it, since you're not really an Indiana person, maybe you don't understand the reference. But I said, if they just put in a VHS from 1990, Sandy Patty would be probably be singing and you'd be just fine. I didn't get the reference, but I, I get your gist. You don't yeah. Do you know who Sandy Patty is? No, actually, no. <laughs> it's un, that's unbelievable. So she was a uh, she was like a, a, a world renowned uh it's playing over there. You're good. You're fine. It's functional. You can you can go back to your chair. Producer Chris has walked in. We've we got it figured out magically. I'm glad to see that you spend just as much time uh watching the show from afar as you do when you're in here figuring out what's going on and how we're doing. You didn't get a notification that the uh the show came on? Well, I was still looking at houses and so I did not I have not looked up Facebook yet. So did you buy a house? Uh we're gonna try to put an offer in. All right. There we go. Uh, option A or option B? Option A. Okay. How are uh, they going to keep people from going to downtown? I guess the, they, they'll turn you away. I, I don't know. It's a they're it, public streets. It's, it's, it's not. Dangerous. Yeah, it's not like it's not like a ticketed yeah. event. It's just. Yeah, how many people are just going to show up to watch them? If they're going to light it, someone's going to watch now, them yeah, light it, right? How many? Like, yeah, people are going to be rebelling and 
And because a lot that you can't go shop, a lot of stores now are before even COVID came around. They said, "Yeah, we're we're going to close for Thanksgiving." So, you know, people might be like, "Yeah, hey, I've got to get out and do something on Friday instead of shopping." Yeah, it's hard to it's hard to know what uh, what's going to happen with that. I, I I guess if they don't put up any speakers and they don't really if they don't make it a show publicly, then they're they're just going to tell you to disperse. Or do you think maybe they'll set it up and just have the fire hoses up and just Hogshead will have dogs to let loose on people and fire hoses and push them off or tear drive off. them away? Tear I'm gas guessing off the right here. If you show up, you show up unless you're blocking traffic or something like that. I would assume because yeah. people are going to show up, they're not going to turn them away. You know, two weeks ago, uh, weekend before last, the great town of Webster, Indiana, by God, had their pancake breakfast and car show. Not canceled, not a COVID casualty. I brought my kids there with our with our mouths and our noses e- exposed. And we walked inside this fire department, sat elbow to elbow, eating goddamn pancakes and <laughs> sausage and looking at classic cars parked out front the way it should be. What, what year was this in? It doesn't sound like 2020. This was, tw- believe it or not, 2020. This is in the, this was 2020. The Wild West of Wayne had a, County. Had a grand old time, and and there were some people there. There was one guy there. I think he was like 126, 127 years old. He was wearing a mask. I saw another person there who was probably 80, 90, 100 wearing a mask because they they felt as they were compromised. The rest of us living our lives, enjoying life. There was a bounce house there. All my kid, other kids, <laughs> all the kids, all just beating the hell out of each other in a bounce house. By God. See, and, yeah. So, um, how how many times have you contracted COVID living that lifestyle? I feel <laughs> I feel pretty good. You don't look good, but, <laughs> which is to say, I look about normal. Well, I, it's just that you're you look like you've lost a lot of weight, and that that's one of your fat coats from high school. <laughs> this is uh, I've only had this for a year and a half. <laughs> Army Navy surplus. It's like this all drab olive green shirt, jacket, coat. I, I want to be like that girl from Freaks and Geeks. Just want to look like her. <laughs> God, there's a reference. Did you that get is, that one? That is probably the most modern show you watch. <laughs> <laughs> Freaks and Geeks is uh, 2005, maybe 2004. 1999. Is it? Uh, Judd Apatow. We, we'd have to double check. I think that's 1999. Producer Chris is wildly googling over there. Chris, did you watch Freaks and Geeks? Are you familiar? No. Oh, great show! It was a it, it was a high school style. Yeah. Uh, it was nineteen ninety nine you know, to two thousand. It was a one season show on NBC. Yeah. It was set in nineteen eighty. Chris, I want you to look yep. at the cast, and these are all no names at the time. Complete and total. Nobody knew yeah. who the hell any of these people. Oh are. yeah, and now it's and now they All-Star. are the studs of of uh, of comedy. All right, we got James Franco, Seth Rogen. Jam- wait, talk a little. James Franco. James Franco, mm-hmm. Seth yes. Rogen. Pineapple Express, Pineapple yep. Express. Jason Siegel. Mm-hmm. Jason Siegel. Uh, How I Met forgetting, Your Mother. Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Yeah. How I Met Your Mother. Uh, that's the only ones I remember. Yeah, those are the big ones. No, there's uh, the guy. Uh, well, the guy who, who created the show. The, that's Judd Apatow. Yeah. Uh, and then there's the uh, the fellow who, uh, who was on... Um, Oh, who played the high school friend or the friend, right? Uh, uh, Silicon Valley. There's a guy who was on Silicon Valley who played uh, uh, yeah. Dinesh. He played Dinesh on Silicon Valley. And Chris is going to, I should have Googled this myself. <laughs> Stand by. Do you have any idea what we're talking about, Zach? No or idea. Freaks. Wow. I was like a 
You said 99, so I would have been like... You're high school. You would have been high school age. You're, you're 99, older than me. 99, 2000, you would have been 27? Yeah, you th- yeah, no. Martin Starr played Bill Haverchuk, uh, and he's uh, he's become famous as well uh, since that time. If you Google him or look him up, you'll go, oh, yeah, I know that guy. He makes sense. But uh, the one of those guys, one of those faces you see, and you're like, oh, yeah, I know who that is. Yeah. Is that, is that, does that ring a bell to you? Looks pretty familiar, but looks then again, familiar. yeah. Uh, he was in Spider-Man. Knocked up. Incredible Hulk. Silicon Valley is what I know him for. So anyway, excellent Freaks and Geeks reference. You get, uh, I, you I get extra points, would... extra credit. I just it only how... worked on me. Am I weak or something? I'm the only one who feels the need to wear a jacket. Is everyone else comfortable? I'm, I'm sweating, but I was, I was doing yeah. the work of three men. You were working pretty hard. I was, I I've was, just been I was thrashing, yeah. trying, also, to, yeah. trying to figure it out. Yeah, I'm in a t-shirt and shorts. Yeah, but Zach probably ran 18 miles before he came in here. Not too, 18, so. or a couple. He's That's, still got the blood pumping. Do you run with your face mask? I have run with a mask, but I do not run with a face I did in mid-Ohio. Mid-Ohio, I did run with a mask once were, I crossed into the public part of the... Were you wheezing? Track. No. I, in the wintertime, I run with a mask sometimes because it's cold and have never had a problem. Yeah, the people are like... I saw like a, a person, a, a kid passed away after a cross country meet. And the first question somebody commented on the story was, was you wearing a mask? <laughs> and I was like, that's from somebody who's never running a mask. Like it's not people think that it's causing like carbon dioxide poisoning. But if you think about how much the average person's lungs hold like two to three liters of oxygen on when they inhale and your mask holds what a cup. So pretty quickly you've inhaled all the air that's in the mask and you're not breathing fresh air. It's so it's, it cycles through. Yeah, it cycles through. And of course, there's like surgeons and nurses that are wearing masks and they do crazy things like that require a lot of cognitive high, skills. High brain function. Yeah, high brain function stuff. And they're not like passing out into open people in surgery. So, so Mr. Yes. Mask Defender, you have no problem at all that the, that the governor extended it through October 17th. And today there's rumor that he has an executive order that either came out or is coming out Friday. Extending it to November the 1st. It's got no teeth, so I don't know what the point is. I guess you're just putting... I mean, at this point, you're putting businesses in an odd spot. But at the same time, I think some of the businesses probably want something behind to back up their their own desire to have. I don't know. It'd be, it'd be interesting to ask different groups, do you really want to have this? And if you do, does this help you or hurt your case in having it? So, Well, I mean, in the business world, it shouldn't matter. It's a private business. They should be able to conduct themselves however they want. So if they want them to wear a mask, then they should be, oh, well, you got to wear a mask to come into my business. If not, get away. That's what I said is Walmart. That's how Walmart it did it for the state of Indiana more than, than the governor did. Yeah. And then he came back with the, the, the teeth of government and the threat of you know misdemeanors and jail time and all the other jazz. And Then he got corrected and got his little hand smacked, and now he's hunkering down. He's not hunkering down. No, he's a hunker downer. He's he's out. He's telling you to hunker down, but he's out doing whatever he wants. Maskless fundraisers and everything else. That's true. If you don't, uh, if if you want the full rundown, go back and listen to uh, was it episode one seventy six last week with uh, with Kickback Kendall. It was a uh, it was a fun one. Is this is it happening here in Newcastle? People, I mean, in Richmond, if it's a, if it's a chain opera, if it's Applebee's, if it's Walmart, they're wearing masks. But most of the places I go, no one's wearing masks. Uh, most of Walmart, they do. Do you just go to flea yeah. markets and, and bus stations and, and truck stops? Where, where where do you go? Well, my wife does all the adult shopping <laughs> at uh, the Aldi's and stuff. I, I go to gas stations, mini marts. Yeah, flea markets. Yeah. Hardware stores. Yeah. 
man stuff. I've not gotten laughed out of any place for wearing my mask. I try to wear it. I do yeah. the I do the right thing. I don't think I've made the mistake. I do constantly walk out of my house forgetting it. So are you a, a no mask? You're a, you're like a never nude. You're a no masker. Never never wear the mask. You don't no, no. have one. If I if I'm going to Meyer or if I'm going somewhere where everyone's wearing classy. A mask, yeah, I I will. I put on a bandana. I don't, I don't wear a mask. I haven't bought a mask. I'm not going to intentionally buy a mask. I'm certainly not going to have any kind of branded mask. I'm not going to have a Chevrolet mask. Or I'm nobody's billboard. I have a, <laughs> I have a ratty ass What bandana. if Farmer Brad gave you a mask? No. If he gave me some poultry, though, I would gladly. You would, yeah. He's got 8% yeah. off of his coffee today for National Coffee Day. Farmer Brad does. Oh, he does? Yeah. Very exciting. Act okay. now before that, Act, that deal is Do over. it now. FarmerBrad.com. Today is ticking away. So I wear my ratty ass bandana. It sometimes falls around my neck. Sometimes it doesn't. If I'm going into the gas station or something, I don't. I'm not anti-mask. I'm not pro-mask. I just am mask agnostic. I'm a mask agnostic. I have, I have the bandana. It's it's there. It's in my pocket. I mean, I tried to read the room a little bit in some places when before it was mandated. I went in somewhere because ultimately the mask is for other people. It's not for you. If I walk in a room and nobody else has one on, I'm like, I'm not wasting my time. Yeah. The, the the dumbest part of wearing the mask, the, the place I go most often is I'll go to lunch and I'll have to wear a mask to go eat. And it's literally most most fast restaurants haven't had seating. So it's a it's a servant uh, a server relationship where you go in and you have a, a waitress or a waiter and they're going to wear their mask. But you go in it oftentimes now it's just go seat yourself. There's no host just worrying about it. Just go just go have your seat. So you walk from the door to your table and that takes 10 seconds. And then you take your mask off and then it takes you five seconds to leave and then you're done. So you wore it for 15 seconds. But at this, this point, I think it's theater, right? It's completely it's, just optics and making us it's feel funny because I've said that box. too. theater. We've said the same thing. That's yeah. why I refuse to go into a restaurant because it, it's it's theater. I'm not going to put on a mask just to sit down and take it. Is COVID that courteous? <laughs> COVID's like, hold it. Hold it. He's eating. Just wait. Wait till he's done. Wait patiently. Wait patiently till he's done. No, it's ridiculous. I mean, I'm so extreme. I don't want, I have a five-year-old. He's not wearing a mask all day. I have a seven-year-old. My kids have- Well, the governor says eight and over. So right now they're safe, but as soon as they turn eight, they're going to drop the hammer off. Took my kids out of school because they were going to have to wear masks. Is that the- Homeschool. That's what the Brim family's going to do? This is what we've done. You're, You're out. Oh, we're out. We've been out. So wait a minute. You're not worried about masks, but you dropped out of school? Dropped out of school. Dropped my kids out of school, that is. Yeah. We're homeschooling them. My kids have not put on a mask once. Nor will they. Fair enough. Yeah. I did not know that. Oh, yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. So uh, you've gotten into a a, a stronger discipline now. You've got to be the principal. You you have lashings and and those things. I would say I'm the assistant principal. I'd say my wife's probably the principal and superintendent. You're just in charge of Jim. I'm in, uh, yeah, basically. Let's, Let's go run. No masks. No masks. Just running. Uh, I, I don't know what I teach actually. I, my wife does all the teaching pretty much. I, I come home and I'm like, that was, that was nice. That, that thing you, you did was really good. Are they smarter than you now? Oh, they're, they are way smarter than me. Yeah. Oh, Seven yeah. year old. Yeah. Do they have their own YouTube channel about trucks or anything? They should, they should get on that. Zach, where the hell were we, uh, in this? <laughs> we, we've, this is what happens every time Mark gets here. I like to derail things. I'll hop back on the train here, though. I won't. I won't derail you too much. No, it's fine. So, uh, eight and up uh, indoor public spaces and outdoors when social distancing is not possible. But nobody knows that. We've taken our kids places. Uh, I won't mention where we took our kids to a place, and they constantly, from every angle, would stop and offer us masks for the kids. Yeah, we. I had on the bandana. My wife had. 
Oh, would you like a mask for the kids? No. Well, we, we're just trying to, you know, adhere to the governor's mandate. Well, you are. This is a seven and five year old. Well, we're pretty sure everyone has to wear them. Well, no, no one knows. Well, then there's another Maybe level a, where a photo ID for them. In some spots, it's tagged on to the whatever the county, whatever their rules. I'm like at the, we went to the Children's Museum and it's masked all the time there. Indoors are out. And they had for everybody two and over. Really? Yeah. Two and over. And is that ridiculous? It, is like, that I hope they close. I hope rule? they go bankrupt. So I mean, like, and both it was a small, like small crowd. You had to even like we're members, and we still had to say, okay, we're going to come today, so that they knew what their numbers were. And it was quiet, but and they would have, and they were real polite about it. But they would say, oh, like my son, my four year old doesn't wear one too often, and he would come in his mask would drop down below his nose, like you need to pull it up above your nose, and they were nice about this it. This is so. Indianapolis Children's Museum. Yeah. They can go to hell. They can go to hell. That is child abuse. They are abusing children and they can go to hell. I felt, I felt super bad for their employees. Cause like they have like a little drag strip thing outside and the employees were having to wear rubber gloves and masks and then had to wipe everything down between every kid. That is insane. And they had it cut down from four cars to two and I don't, wearing a mask is one thing. I do not envy anybody that has to wear rubber gloves outside. And that day was like an 80 degree day. Oh God. The minute you put them on, they're just a sweaty, sticky mess. Yeah. You have to dump the sweat out every few minutes. I mean, what's, what fun is it for the kid to suffocate? I mean, it's ridiculous. I mean, at one point we were in their little, they have a really killer putt putt course and we were a hundred yards from anybody else. There was, it was so quiet there. I think they're running at like, at that point they're running at 20% capacity. Um, it was a lot. I have Exhausting. a membership to, I don't do Indian, I don't like it to begin with, but I, so I have a membership to uh, Boonshoft. I think Boonshoft is great. What is Boonshoft? That's uh, the Children's Museum in Dayton. Oh, because you, you really are from Dayton. I'm really from Dayton. Yeah. Uh, I just think it's a better children's museum. I do you get, feel like you need an hour, like are, you're on central time when you come here? Yeah, it, it really messes me up. I, I have jet lag when I get home and everything's. <laughs> uh, Boonshoft is better. Indianapolis Children's Museum, I get uh, overstimulated there. Not the kids. I just do. It's too big. It's too bad. It's too everything. Boonshaft is a little quieter. A little whatever. So go there. I don't know what they're. They have. I don't an, have any reason. They've to closed go to enough any of these things that are hands on. So. Yet, yet. Well, yet. Yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, you better get on that. What? Come on. You've been married for what? Three, four years now. A year, two years. What? I don't know. It feels come like on. I don't know. Yeah. Five minutes. The I, clock's ticking. You're, you're getting old. You know. I, yeah, but I'm I, your age, and I feel like shit. I've done some googling. <laughs> and best I can tell, yeah, uh, I'm good at any time. Oh yeah, you're good at I'm, any time. I'm, Your it, wife is like she's, she's just, 19, right? Yeah, she's she's, she's uh, 19. She's almost into her pre- peak uh, performance years, so right? So I, I think you just be plan okay. on just dumping the kids on her, right? She's taking care of the kids. Yeah, I yeah. I plan on having you, uh, knee replacements and walkers, <laughs> and I'll be just fine. I'll be I, I'll be there with you. Uh, so he's got the recliner, the main cave with multiple televisions. Oh yeah, yeah, you yeah. Got, I got it. I got, got it set up. Frickers going on in your house, and yeah, it's a, it'll be fine. Nice. I I figured it, 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 at some point they'll just be old enough to cut the grass anyway, too. And all I have to do is just. Uh, I can't wait for that. Look. I can't wait for my children to be old enough to mow the grass. Boy, they can they can mow mine too. <laughs> I despise. I will say that I I the whole town probably thinks that I'm crazy because my grass is ready to go to seed. It's it's pro- in places it's it's uh, six to seven to eight to nine inches tall, uh, but I am the only person that has green grass on my street. Oh yeah, because I didn't let it burn. I didn't do the suburban thing and cut it way too low, and then and then yep. I get then torched it when off. it didn't rain for three weeks. I'm an expert. 
You are an expert. Expert. I mowed right before it. I mowed four weeks ago, just right before. With your push mower. With my push mower. And, and now it's probably it's brown. Everything's brown. Yeah. yeah. It's over. Zach doesn't have a whole lot of grass. It's, it's got to take you like six minutes. No, my big backyard's pretty big, and there's a dog run behind it. I have to mow two yards because I mow my yard and my mom's yard. Oh, well, there's so between the two of them, it's like about an hour, hour and a half. Joe Tompkins is in the uh, chat letting us know the IndyCar is back at the Speedway this weekend. Zach, are you aware of that? Pretty aware, yeah. <laughs> 3.30 on Friday, that is, 1.30 on Saturday. That is why we are doing a show on a Tuesday, ladies and gentlemen. All right, so uh, we have to wear our masks at the track this weekend. We got uh, We do have that coming up. Federal news. The big, uh, the big story. The the thing that we kind of want to spend a little bit of time on. Not not because we want to, but everybody else is talking about it, so we feel like we ought to at least give Mark the opportunity to vent. Um, <laughs> are do you, are you aware of, that a federal government exists? We'll start there. I've heard rumors about it. Yeah, it's so we, unfortunate. We have a, a president. His name is uh, Donald Trump. Trump, and uh, he he's uh, he he is very good at business. He's a businessman. He was on the NBC. He runs this country like a business. He was on the NBC and uh, fired people uh, oh, yeah. for sport. And uh, eventually somebody would uh, get to be his uh, right-hand person. And I think that's how Mike Pence became vice president. He won The Apprentice. and, and there he, he won is. it. Moved ahead. So, and his puppet brother. How great would that have actually been? <laughs> how great would it have been if he had done a season of The Apprentice to choose for, his, vice president. for his vice president? Or just picked random people out of it. Hey, you're the secretary of defense. And just... Uh, that I mean, be- honestly, for the second cabinet, if he gets one, that's a fantastic idea. Yeah, he should. Mm-hmm. Why not? Everything else has been a mockery. Uh, why the hell not do it for that? He might too? get a better candidate than some of the ones he's chosen. <laughs> you never know. We'll end up with like Boston Rob in charge of uh, labor. Um, so President Trump's it, it's been this thing about his taxes for months and months and months and months and months and years. Uh, that he wouldn't release them. He's under audit. Somehow somebody got them and one of the news uh, services released like 15 years of Trump's tax returns. And for the year 2017, the first year he was in office, uh, by the way, these show notes and all the links for the stories that we're talking about are on our Patreon. So if you go back, join our Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash boss of Liberty, join at any level, you get our show notes and click through and read the articles along with us. Uh, he paid $750 in his, uh, in taxes the first year. So Mark, you probably paid more money in taxes than president Trump. In Definitely paid more money. Here's the thing. It, it shocks people in federal tax. This shocks people that a billionaire pays very few taxes, right? That's the whole thing. People are outraged. They should know this. That's why they're outraged. The billionaires pay hardly anything, right? Well, it, they it, find other ways. There's other ways. Their money goes other places. And I, I'm not defending Trump here. I think he's a schmuck, but there should be greater outrage than just Trump. This is lots of people. I mean, in the, the thing that came out this year, Amazon didn't pay any taxes because they reinvest. There's loopholes right, yeah. and there's so ways of do, moving the money around. And if and, you're constantly yeah. rebuilding, you get a tax. You you get to defer taxes, right? Yeah, you're depreciating. Mm-hmm. In you're the case of losses, the yeah, pres- yeah. he's donating his salary usually to some agency that he's cut their budget, and so he gets to write that off on his taxes as well whatever else income he's got. So he's writing off whatever the, I can't remember what their income is. Is it $400,000? 400000 yeah. yeah. So he's every, uh, every quarter he's, he's released that he, I'm giving my money to the national park service or somebody else, which would come off of his, uh, taxes. Right. Mm-hmm. So he does that and it re- reduces his taxable income. And then I think yep. they put all of their private holdings in blind trust. So that's not taxable and it's not creating anything. So he didn't actually do that though. Well, typically they would do that. Typically they would. His kids run it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, 
he didn't pay any federal tax or very little federal taxes in 2017. Uh, federal tax income taxes are just one part of the taxes that you pay. You still pay your payroll mm-hmm. tax, right? You're going to pay your so- into Social Security no matter what. Uh, and then you still have property taxes. So if you own any property, you have to pay that. You pay your sales taxes. You go in, if he's a Florida resident now, he wouldn't have a Florida sales tax, but you do get nickel and dimed more than just by the federal government. So saying that he only paid $750 in taxes is a little disingenuous, but it's a, it's a fair point. And do people need another reason to not like Trump? I think the, don't they have enough going yeah, the, on? Well, the more interesting part of that was that he hasn't paid, he didn't pay any taxes for like 10 out of 15 years because he was claiming such significant losses on his businesses. So like you can see it for a year or two claiming losses, but like if you're claiming losses for like 60% of the time, then that's interesting in terms of him, how successful a business he is. There's also ways to move money around and make things look worse than they are. Well, you're constantly, you know, you're constantly acquiring properties, selling yeah. properties. It's a, you're, you're trying to, to fend back. And I'm sure Tom Furkinoff, uh, when he watches this later, will, or if he, if he jumps in, he'll weigh in and say, Hey, this is the, th- th- this is why you hire a guy like Tom who can, you know, figure some, some of the stuff yeah. out for you as a, as a high end CPA. Uh, but there's, there's two big criticisms that have come from this. It's and it's two different sides uh, of people that are mad at him. One is that uh, he's a phony. He's no good at business at all. He's uh, he's a complete failure. He's not making any money on his businesses, and he's just a he's just a show pony who actually doesn't. He's not successful. That's that's one. So he didn't pay any taxes because he made no money because he sucks at business. Or two, he's a cheater. Pick one. I don't know, but that's the uh, cheater, or just that that. Proves he is good at business. He's able to move the numbers around right. in the right manner. So the question I have for the for the room is: Do you care? Does this matter? It's it's been like the thing that's been been danced around. Today's the day of the first debate. They're they're in Cleveland, Ohio, because Indiana was not safe enough. They were supposed to be in South Bend, but Notre Dame said they couldn't safely do a, a COVID uh, style debate, so they moved a couple hundred miles to the east, and they're in Cleveland tonight instead. Uh, so debate night number one. Yesterday, Joe Biden released his taxes. Trump's got released by the newspaper. Do we care? Do you, do you care, Zach? Not really. I actually, if I wanted to see anything of his financials, I'd want to see like his, his balance sheet. I want to see what his assets are and what his liabilities. Yeah, but that's none of your business. Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting to know. All right. I think that came out in the thing, too. He was like, he's being audited, which it said is normal for presidents normally get audited and that out of the audit he might end sure up the guy like, that works for you is going to check that is going to yeah. audit you that he, sounds, he might end up owning like a hundred million dollars and he has another 300 million dollars in debt service coming up in like the next four years uh so that's interesting but it's interesting it's not really like oh, i have to know this tax accountant tom Furkinoff for congress district six says the loss can carry forward for 15 years but we don't know if he used up the loss in year one or year 15 so i think you can you can divide it equally over 15 years, or you can just take it all at once. Amortize your losses. Yes. Very exciting. I would take it all the first year because honestly I'd lose track of shit. And by like year seven, I'd be like, I don't remember anymore. We can't claim that. Cause I've, we've, we've forgotten. If you're at that height, there's other people. Who Somebody does that. that for yeah. you. Yeah. 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 You, you have, have people. Tom Ferganoff does that for yeah. you. Yeah. Tom, Tom handles that. Maybe he's handling this. I could. Uh, yeah. I mean, are you trying to link him to that? Because next thing you know, the Janine Lee Lake <laughs> attack ad is going to come out and Tom's going to have to defend because Mark Brim said it on Boss Talk. You're from Dayton. What are you doing in getting involved in Indiana politics? I'm saying that to his credit. I mean, look, he got a billionaire to only pay $750 in tax. So do you care about Trump's taxes at does all? Any of, does the debate tonight matter? Here's what we're going to see tomorrow, scrolling through your Facebook or Twitter or whatever. The Trump supporters, they love him. The Biden supporters are like, yay, Biden. 
And they're all going to the pull greens, out the quotes. The they Greens like, and Libertarians and, are going to say our people weren't there and it's invalid. We're all going to say crap. we're better than you. Yeah. As we always do in that smug way. Yes. Yeah. You're inferior. Like, oh, yes. Look at you. Puppets. But yeah, they're, they're, none of it matters. This only makes the Trump people love him more and the Trump haters hate him more. The debate tonight, none of that matters. Short of someone pulling out a gun on stage and shooting a puppy in the head and then people say, <laughs> whoa, okay. Don't agree with that. Otherwise, no. I mean, it, it depends on the breed of the puppy. It does. It really does. If it's a beagle, like I'm a, kind of voting for the guy. And really? Like, yeah. Oh, I like beagles. If it's one of those miniature pinchers, though, I'd, yeah, <laughs> they can go. Anything that howls. Anything that yeah. howls. I have no, I have no yeah. use for it. They're too loud. <laughs> I got a chuckle out of producer Chris, who's not, who's, he doesn't normally pay attention. He put his phone but, down for that one. All of a sudden, killing puppies. Like, what? Huh? Hey, listen. As far as it goes. I honestly, because every time a dog gets brought up, you go, yo, well, Guffy's dog doesn't have any paws. (laughs) So I immediately was expecting you to say, if it's got no paws, I'm fine putting it down. (laughs) That's that's what I was expecting. And I got to say, so since I've walked in the room, I've been looking at Mark. Has anybody told you today you look like Ted Kaczynski? (laughs) Today, not, not in today. general, just today. Today, that is a Ted Kaczynski outfit. I feel like you're just like anti-government, anti-establishment, bomber shirt, bomber jacket. Probably even got the bomber glasses. Yeah, I guess I do kind of have bomber glasses. The, the, <laughs> the jacket is just comfortable. No, that's a bomber jacket. Wholeheartedly, I feel like you're going to start sending in. Just had a, just had a bit of a In mail bombs. Is, is that a, what you're doing? This is a perfectly normal shirt. It's fine. I would sure. wear it. Yeah. I have no problem with anything he's wearing. In fact, I think the only thing that makes Marks look better is if we got him an ashtray and he would smoke in here on, on, on the show. If I could smoke in here, that'd be great. I'd love yeah. to smoke in here. That'd be, the, the jacket is just... I'll that take would, off. Do, would you like me to take this off? <laughs> I put this on before you got here, but I can take it off for you. No, no. You can leave it on because I'm in the room. I understand there's not going to be a mail bomb here. We're good. <laughs> if we're good. I will take it off for you, though. I have warmed up sufficiently. I just had a bit of a chill. No, you're okay. Are you sure? I, positive. Producer Chris, Trump taxes, do you care? I don't, not really. Uh, I'm, everybody knows that billionaires have a way to to move the money around so they don't have to pay the taxes. That's why we should get rid of the income tax. So Donald Trump is a uh, New Yorker originally, mm-hmm. much like myself, uh, and we've both fled the state. He's fled to Florida and D.C., and I've fled to Indiana. I was really abducted at 10 years old, and I'm here, but I like it, so I'm staying. Uh, there is a Donald Trump State Park in New York State. Donald J. Trump State Park. It's 436 acres just north of New York City. I think it's in Westchester uh, County. He bought it in the early 1990s for $2 million, and he wanted to build a couple of golf courses. Uh, the local uh, not in my backyard people said, uh, "You're going to steal." This sounds a lot like some of the arguments that we've heard uh, yeah. with relation to other developments in our community. You're going to take all of our water. New York City's not going to have any water. You're going to spend all of our water watering the grass yes. for this damn golf course. So we can't uh, we can't allow you to build these uh, build the golf course. So he argued with the locals over that for uh, I don't know five, six, seven years, and then he said, "All right, I'm going to sell it to somebody that's going to develop some high end homes here, and I'm going to be a land developer." And they, the, that didn't work out, couldn't, couldn't make it happen. So he just finally threw up his hands and said, the hell with it. I'm going to donate it to the state of New York, and I'm going to have Donald J. Trump State Park. He bought it for $2 million. In 2006, he donated it to the state of New York, and he claimed that it was worth $26 million. So now, 
going back Man. to this tax conversation, uh, he has a $26 million donation that he can take. Mm-hmm. That'll take uh, take credit off of his taxes. I mean deduction. Deduction, yes. Yep. Uh, it's magical. It's completely undeveloped land. They said it was just mud and rocks. If you go to the Trump State Park, or the the New York State Park website. By the way, I was like, how many state parks are there in New York? There's like 180 some state parks in the in the in the place. Some of them are like 10 yeah, acres. Some some are thousands of acres. Right, massive. Uh, a lot of New York State is just wilderness anyway. The Adirondacks are like uh, incredibly huge. Uh, if if you go to the state the state website, no reference to it whatsoever. Uh, there's Nobody takes care of it. it. The state stopped maintaining it after a couple of years. It's basically just a preserve at this point. At least I forget what the term they get, but there's no trails, no roads, no picnic tables. It's just like, okay, we put they put a sign out. There's a sign up that says Donald J. Trump State Park. And then if you look at the uh, the history of it, if you if you were to pull up their Ykaipedia page uh, or any other press release, because as you can imagine, when the, pres- the controversial president has a state park named after him, they're going to dig in and do a little story here and there. Uh, when the New York General Assembly found out that uh, that it's still out there, they've tried to rename it like two or three times. And he says, screw you people. If you rename it, I want it back. <laughs> nice. So, But that would probably cause that. a massive tax hit for him. I don't know. Uh, that might pop up in the audit. Because the article that's linked in the uh, Patreon notes is really interesting to read because it's kind of got a lot of the, the normal stuff you read about with him and how he does business where he like had some of his people contact the state and said, hey – what about us valuing this as a $26 million donation? And they're like, eh, no, probably closer to what you paid for it. And he's like, oh, okay. And they listed his ass. They're not actually, they're not actually sure what he claimed it as. And he had some, so he do- tried to make it 20. He tried to be, he's, he listed it on like a, a thing where he said, look at the things I've done. And he listed it there, but they don't actually know what it was, what he wrote it off for. It's just, he claimed it on some thing where he said, cause I think it, he, did a little spiel and he said, Oh, this is the, this will turn into one of the most beautiful parks in the country. <laughs> and like, yeah, they don't even like, you know, it's got a sign this and, is, and they're trying to change the sign. He said, this is my way of trying to give back back in the day. That was his, uh, and, and the issues they're running into is every time they tried to, uh, sell it, that they, they had to do all kinds of ecological studies and things like that. And so nobody really wanted it. And he had somebody do some work on it and the guy billed him more than a million dollars and Trump gave him 140,000 and said, here you go. And that's all the guy ever got. He didn't bother trying to get the rest of the money. So it's kind of all of the every everything that happens in the Trump story is wrapped up in yeah, it's that, Trump yeah, State that, Park. Yeah, that is a little microcosm of how he operates. Mm-hmm. So it, it probably was. It may be, it was probably obviously worth a little more money, maybe just because of appreciation with time and keeping up with inflation. Once once Trump decided to donate the land, he one of his aides worked hard to maximize the value. Apparently, Trump wanted a bigger write-off than what the county said the land was worth. Uh, the state attorney general said the Trump fixer, Michael Cohen, called in 2005 to inquire about donating the lands to the state. Uh, the official said the official fair market value is uh, $5.5 million, might be in the ballpark, and he claims $26 million. I don't know. You're just rounding up. Um says that they <laughs> <laughs> says says they got a zoning opinion that if it's zoned right i think it's worth 27 million dollars so it's all over the place if it had golf courses or a housing development on it probably would have been worth that it's got potential yeah if you can get all of this stuff worked out uh the irs requires filers claiming a charitable deduction worth more than five thousand dollars to 
returns to have a qualified appraisal of the contribution. Of course, it says qualified appraisal. Nobody knows what this is. But uh, they had a big old uh, uh, presentation, and uh, former governor, governor at the time in New York, George Pataki, was there in 2006 when they big the, did the big announcement. And he said it's going to turn into one of the most beautiful parks in the world. Most beautiful parks in the world. Chris, have you heard of this place before now? Nope. Do you want to go? Nope. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Yes. I don't know. I mean, I feel like there are people that just want stuff that is uh, natural, right? Yeah. You just let it be. Just it's a wetland. It yeah. Should we criticize him for having undeveloped land that uh, that's a state preserve now? We should praise park? him for this. I mean, he is... It sounds like an environmentalist. He is an environmentalist. I mean... I mean, it's it's it, in the Time Magazine article, they, it's described as a wet, overgrown, tree-tangled parcel that sits miles off of a state parkway beginning in 1998 for less than the price of a two-bedroom condo. In one of his towers, I think. Yes. Yeah. Yes. In his uh, In his deal. I'm getting a complaint from your wife right now. Yeah, it's bath night. Apparently, this house. is bath night. I didn't realize. We do bath nights on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Oh. <laughs> uh, April, why do you think he came here? She just rolls her eyes when I say, hey. Podcast, podcast night is on always on bath night. She's like, Ugh. That is. That's handy. Have dedicated. We just do every 48 hours. Then I get lost in the mix sometimes. Do they I trick forget. you? Oh, yeah. Hey, no, it's not bath. Oh, night. yeah. We do Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Sundays. And if we're camping or something like that, throw a Friday or Saturday in there as needed. I have to, I have to, I have to bathe every day, but I do it standing up uh, in the morning uh, with the shower head. With the shower head? Yeah. Yeah. I haven't taken a bath and I don't know how long. My wife will take a bath. Sarah will take a bath. I and took and my, she'll, she'll disappear for a while. And, can't fit in a bath. The yeah, bath at our house is either, I'm either sitting bolt upright with my legs straight or like sitting like legs crossed. But there's, yeah, there's not getting in bath. As, Chris, as Chris, long as we're derailed. Oh, go yeah. Ahead. I, was, I was just going to ask in, in the house hunt, have you, have you guys cared about bathtub sizes? Mm. Has this been a we, consideration? We absolutely do. Um, we, we want a bathtub in the house. We, um, that is one of the top priorities for us. One bathtub sounds appropriate. A stand up shower for the second one would also be fine. But I think correct, correct, a correct. bathtub is probably a reasonable thing correct. if you're going to have a family. We, we, we do want a bathtub. Uh, we do want a fenced-in yard. Um, we'd like to have at least one-and-a-half bath, three-bedroom, Yes, fenced-in yard. Like All you need is the yard. I mean, the fence. Yeah, well, you I mean, just put up the fence. Yeah. Uh, the place that we looked at in Daleville um, meets those cri- criteria, and we'll see what happens. Going to sh- take another shot. Yes, yes. In this market, it sucks. <laughs> Not if you're selling them. That's true. Not if you're the my, seller. My realtor just told me uh, they have they, the house that we looked at in Devil that we're interested in. Um, they have already put two offers in, and they're planning to show the the seller the offers in the morning. So we'll see. Good roof. Uh, yeah, it looks like a newer roof. It's got the vents on the top. Very nice. Good siding. Yes, siding looks brand new as well. Do you do like a Dwight Schrute style home inspection where you start climbing on stuff and pulling and shaking and I do not because kicking. I do not because I look around and I go, yep, this looks like it's solid. Uh, yep, this looks good. Hey, Corey Owens, uh, you'll be getting a phone call. <laughs> the roof has an OSB board base, not the shakes. I have no clue. The shake. Yeah, you should check that out. Yeah. I got a, I got a home Mark, inspector. why do you care? Tell yeah. us. Did, or have I, you been, or, is, this, is this a voice of somebody that's been burnt? <laughs> I kind of want to see a Mark Brim home inspection. 
uh, you I, know, I feel like maybe uh, after the show, we're just going to walk around town and start pointing out defects in people's houses. Here's something you should keep in mind. Just knock on the door. Uh, <laughs> you should look Can we forward. come inside? We want to look around. We, I, I would like to look through all the houses in Newcastle. Uh, I feel like Corey Murphy is just a few doors down and we could probably bother him and his family. There is a, the, the, you should look for a, an outdoor trap, an outdoor clean out for your sewer line. That is important. Those are handy. I didn't know that was a thing until I had to get the, the, yeah. Until you put a, a remote control or a, a toy get the car roto router go in there, and yeah, mine's in the basement. Not a great spot. Well, this place does have a full basement. Full basement, nice. Yeah. Is it a wet basement? Uh, I don't know what that means. Does it have? Is it? Is it a cellar, or does it have drywall and you know? No, it, it's habitable. No, it's it's a wet basement then. But it's still a nice bed. I'd rather for go storage. for a wet basement because you never know. A dry basement is a wet basement if you. Mark, have you had uh, with these children of yours? Have they caused you great, uh, great financial troubles with the plumbing? No, I mean, what about with TVs? TVs? Yeah. Plural? plural. Plural. I have a TV. It like no, I'm saying oh, as in breaking the TV. Yes, I've had the same TV for about twelve years. I mean, they've thrown things. Exactly. It's got some nicks in it, but he's he's rubbing it in. I have a child that's broken three TVs. Three TVs, including. Two Why? And, two in and what one. interval of time? Uh, it was one, and then about a year later, then he broke two in about a month. Ow! And just I throw and in I, toys. Uh, and the I'm, first one, he was swinging around a Hot Wheels track and took the first one out. The second one, I'm trying to even place them in order now as the way he did. One of them, he, <laughs> he grabbed, has. It happens so much he has them. One on of them, video. he grabbed a hitch pin and like the pin you put that holds a hitch into the back of a truck, and he just walked up to it and just. Tapped it, that broke it, and I can't remember. He was throwing something, I think, at the last one. But one of them was, and it was the nicest TV when he broke that one, but yeah. And I think, I thought he was going to take out the Elks TV. Yeah, he was was crawling around there last week at the Elks, yeah. He's concerning. We had a great time. I had so much fun with your kids. They were sprawled out across me. It was a, it was a, it was a very enjoying, enjoyable evening. See, you're a fatherly person. You know, I, it's a shame to let all that fatherliness go yeah, away. My kids oldest loved me. My oldest yeah. was next to him and just leaned on him like he was a, a recliner, <laughs> like he was playing on his tablet. So you just make yourself comfortable, kid. All right, last, uh, last little section here. We wanted to, uh, we wanted to talk about on Sunday. There were some big major uh, rallies. Uh, Don Rainwater, the guy running for governor, the libertarian, he uh, he went to the governor's mansion on Sunday and was measuring drapes in the afternoon, I guess, or checking out maybe where he was going to put his pickleball court because they, they had a big rally on the on the driveway. Nice. Uh, and then he went up to uh, uh, Westfield. Westfield. There's a name of the park. Grant Park. Not Grant Park. Grant Park. I don't know. It's where the Colts have their training camp. That football team with the horseshoes. Oh, that one. The yeah. large sports complex. Yes, the large sports complex. It's the same place that uh, Trump had a rally in 2016. And uh, they had a big gathering. Over 400, maybe 500 people showed up uh, for Joe Jorgensen running for president. She had a big bus tour. She's the first presidential candidate to come uh, come through central Indiana in this cycle. Um, so that was uh, big. It was front page of the Indianapolis Star today or yesterday. I don't know. I lose track. I'm threatening to cancel my membership with Star because they don't treat people fairly. But I, you know, for now, for now, we'll 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 continue to acknowledge them. But that's kind of cool. Um, I don't know. I didn't make it. I didn't go. I was watching football. When you do a rally on a Sunday evening, that's tough. But that it's tough. but it is what it is. You know, the bus the bus comes through and the bus comes through. If you're if you're traveling around the country, you're gonna do it. You know, you the day you get is the one you get. You can't be like, I'm sorry, guys. It has to be a Thursday or my town doesn't care. 
And she's not included in the debates, I see. No. And my feeling on these... Surprise, uh, surprise. ...on the Presidential Debate Commission is that they're crap. But if anybody anybody has qualified for enough ballots to actually Mm -hmm. be able to win... So she's on the ballot in every state in the country. If say you you have enough to get the two hundred and you know, seventy five or two hundred seventy three electoral votes to win the presidency, I feel like that should be enough qualification to get on it the debate be. stage. That would be my that would be my threshold, and they could they could do it pretty easily. I but, feel like in twenty sixteen people were more up in arms and screaming and flailing for Gary Johnson, and there were yeah. concerns. And this time it was people just like, are well, complacent. People were like, you know what? They didn't put her in the debates, and <clears throat> nobody really bitched enough. It wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't the, is she going to be in the debates or what's going to happen? It was just kind of, nobody, nobody really cared. We've learned by now, though, it doesn't matter. So it doesn't, she can yeah. get onto that stage and make perfect sense. No doubt from what little I've seen of her, she is smarter than the other two knuckleheads that people are pretending to enjoy or, or, or support. But that doesn't matter. They don't care. She'll get on and they still, they will still laugh at her just because she is third party, just because she is a little different. And so it doesn't like, matter whether she debates or you not. You won every debate you were a part of when you were running for office. You always just, you slayed them. He did well. <laughs> did I? I? I don't think. That's I, I remember it. I don't think I did. There was uh, three of us running at the same time that I know. Yes. Me, you. Yep. And uh, Matt Hisridge. Yes. Lives in Richmond. Yep. Uh, and uh, you and Matt, stellar candidates. I was a bit of an embarrassment to the party, but you and I, Matt. Matt I, is very sharp. Yeah, you he's were much very, very. No, he's no, like a university president, and I'm a clown that has a podcast. You both tore it up. I watched the WCTV things. I watched the, you guys were, were the shining, but yeah, I was, uh, I was a little, uh, if I'm behind a microphone in a room by myself, I could probably do okay. But if you put me in front of people, forget it. Yeah. Done. I don't know. It's uh it's fine. It's a shame though. I, do, I, I remember I did in the, the one time I was in debate, I did break a chair. I've broken a number of chairs. I, we were at a farm bureau thing and I broke I a chair. I remember that. Green that was, I, I, it was my way to get attention. I, I said, watch this. And then I snapped a chair. Uh, Those were shitty chairs. They were bad chairs. They were shitty chairs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was, that was exciting. I remember that one. It was, uh, I think that, that was, was Green's Fork. Fork. Yeah, it was Green's I'm surprised Fork. we didn't get arrested. We, we, it's probably against the law. I'm surprised Roscoe wasn't there. Did I ever tell you I got a ticket in Greensboro? <laughs> it's our fault. It was this show's fault. I really wish you had gotten yourself a jury trial, uh, but instead you bought your way out of it. Let me say roller. this, because I made fun. I got this ticket, and I'm this podcast now every time, because I hold a grudge. I've made fun of the Hagerstown Town Court and Video Rental Tanning Salon, where I had to pay like you know seven thousand dollars for a ticket that Roscoe P. Cochain wrote me for going thirty one. You, the, and you a paid 30. this in 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 Hagerstown. I had to pay it to the Hagerstown Town Court and Tanning Salon. Okay, and and I was pissed and I hated it and I was like, screw you, Greens Fork and your crooked cop. I'm I'm thirty seven and I don't speed and I wasn't speeding that night. I was going a little quicker up a hill outside of town, not knowing that it was still thirty and not forty. Ooh, call the, <laughs> and then the hangers, and then the woman who picked up the phone there, I'm calling her and I'm like, Hey, what do I mean? And she's like, it's pretty self-explained. She was very not, I didn't find her to be very pleasant to a person like myself who could be a bit of an eccentric and she didn't, but let me say this Hagerstown. They don't take PayPal. I don't do PayPal, so it doesn't matter. But I, and then I, then when I sent it to the Hagerstown Town Court and, and video rental tanning salon and, and, uh, drive through, you know, liquor store, I, I said, please send me a receipt. I want back. some dry cleaning. It seems like they're missing dry cleaning. And dry, well, they do that every now and then, every other week. Car said, wash. Please send me a receipt 
and they never sent me a receipt. Still so not. And I called her back and I said, Hey, I want a receipt. She said, Oh, it just, don't. I said, I told you at least if you don't send me, she said, calm down, get your receipt. Cause she wanted done with me. This is all to say, uh, for the longest time, I hated Greens Fork. I hated Hagerstown. Thought it was, a, but a couple weeks ago, took the kids out, wanted to get them out of the neighborhood. You know, they're homeschooled, get them something different. We just went on a drive and we happened in Hagerstown. So I stopped by the place, this place called the Dairy Bar, Dairy Barn. Dairy yes. Great. We got the, they had, they had, uh, first of all, everyone's acting normal. No one's acting like, you know, you got to sanitize yourself. You got to burn your hands for you. Long. Everyone's acting normal. Got some sweet potato fries, some milkshakes going on. Then we went to the park. I did not realize Hagerstown, Indiana, by God, has the best park in, in, now they Wayne pay for County. it. They get their 10% cut off Greens Fork speeding tickets. I, that must be. Yeah. And I was glad to see my money put to good use. <laughs> and that's why I'm totally okay with Hagerstown now. Probably like a Mark Brim swing or something. That's... I think there was no trash anywhere. I did not see any trash, any cigarette butts. The restrooms were, first of all, they were unlocked because lots of park restrooms now are locked. Because by God, you use a restroom during these days of coronavirus, you will die. They what, left their it's, restrooms unlocked. It's safer to keep the restrooms locked and then put a porta potty outside of them. It, that that's, is totally, what gov- that's what government's that's the move now. Totally yeah. safer. Yeah. Porta potties are way, way safer. Because it, because their staff doesn't have to clean those. Somebody comes and cleans the porta potty once a week. Restrooms were clean. I couldn't see trash anywhere. Everything was perfectly manicured. They had uh two jungle gyms, uh, one for the small kids, one for larger, bigger kids, older kids. They had uh ball f- it's a beautiful park. A little bike trail goes through it. I did not know this. It's I, right by the creek. I had no clue. No one told. I didn't get the memo. I was a Henry County kid, and I played over there. What, That's what, a great what kind park. of childhood did you have growing up in the east side of Dayton, <laughs> or the west side of Dayton? Uh, the west side of Dayton. Uh, our the main go to park in Richmond is Glen Miller Park. Yes, my neighborhood park is. He uh, was one of my favorite Eagles. Really, of all the Eagles, Glen Miller was right there. Glen Miller. Yeah, wasn't they an orchestra leader or something? Don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm making a joke. You take it seriously. It's called Yes And. That's the way we do comedy, Mark. I was Yes And because Glenn Miller <laughs> is an orchestra leader, and then you were supposed to take it from there because it clearly was none of those people. And yeah. Well, see, you tricked you, me because I thought uh-huh, he was. Aha. Uh-huh. Oh, well, hey, so what's your favorite park? Glenn Miller. Oh, God, the orchestra leader. Yes. And? And I think he was in Blues Brothers. I think he was. Yeah. 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 Shelley Long was great in that. <laughs> and Burt Mustin. It wasn't uh, Burt Reynolds? Burt Mustin. Oh. Did I he just, wear the short shorts too? He did. Zach, do you have anything for that? No, not really. <laughs> if anyone gets a Burt Mustin reference, I think you should give them this uh, Rubik's Cube here on the table. Is it? I don't know. I can't see it from my current position. Is the Rubik's Cube solved? It is. What happens is I will I will fidget with it, and then it'll sit there screwed up for like months, and then some savant guest will come in and solve it in 20 seconds and set it back down, and then we hope and pray that I don't screw it up again. It's been solved I'm, by guests like three times. I'm tempted to mess it up right now. I don't, and I know I at this point, I don't know. Chris, could you tell me who's solved it in the past? Maybe Jacob Serber. Yeah, he's, he would do it. Maybe Ra, uh, uh, Sean Rao. Did Sean Rao do it or did... Uh, did no, no. Uh, I'm sorry. Chad. Yeah, Chad Rowe. Chad did it. Chad's the last guy to, to yeah, get it right. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's been solved ever since Chad came on. That makes sense. And I feel like we should mess it up. <laughs> Is it time? It's time. Mark, it, it, it's at your risk because it's coronavirus time. Yeah. And it's probably going to really piss Dakota off to, yeah. to change it, which is even better because he didn't show up to work today. He didn't show up to work. 
And if you have any pens on you, maybe what you could do is just break a pen or two and leave it in front of uh, Zach. Yeah. Every this time I is, come in. I want to make sure this is uh, Are we ready for this? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, do we have any uh, Rubik's Cube music over there, Mr. Producer? Oh, we do not. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the Mr. Producer had all kinds of cool stuff over there. True. Listen, he's much more engaged in this in this uh, conversation. This is this is hurting my soul because it's going to be, it may be months, weeks, years before this gets solved again. My brain doesn't work with Rubik's Cubes. That's, I guess there's a trick. The trick is going to be go back and watch the video and reverse engineer every move he made and hope and hope you got it right. You feel that better. felt good. You feel better? I do. Yeah, I feel pretty good. You're going to feel real good until you go back through Greens, uh, Greens Fork on the way home. That's three Greens Fork references, by the way. I think, uh, I, I think I'll take 70 just to be safe. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't, did you drive know, the I green truck? What'd you drive? I did not drive the green truck. Okay. Because I don't know if it could take 70 right now. It will, it'll take it. Oh, it'll it, take anything. Uh, it, 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 <laughs> it'll be halfway to a frame off restoration by the time you get there. I was going to say, it, it'll drive a, a, an upright right through the frame. It, if there's it, 70 scary, Zach and I are talking about taking alternate routes to Indianapolis this week with our, but I'm telling you camper, I avoid 70, like the plague on a good year. And this yeah. is, this is horrific. So the green truck, I took it to a place. I've had this truck for years. Yes. Yes. Love it dearly. Took it to a place to get something done. Did you sell the other truck by the way? Is it gone? The golden one? Yeah. Yeah. It's gone. You break my heart. Made a little profit. Well, uh, a profit. Did you pay taxes on it, Trumpy? I did. Yes, I actually I donated <laughs> it to the to state park. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Glenn Miller State Park. And uh, I took it to I took it to a place to to get a, a thing done. And uh, and and I said so so how? And then I called the place and said, "Is the truck?" They said, "Your your motor's blown." What? Your motor's blown. They said your motor's blown. We're sorry to tell you your motor's blown. So I'm sorry to hear my motor's blown. Um, you said I drove it in. And so, and so, uh, because like, there's no oil pressure, there's no compression that doesn't bother me. And, <laughs> and so they said, it's, 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 it's a, it's a, a square anchor. body. It's got like what? 200,000 miles left in it. Yeah. I said, they said it, you know, basically it's a boat anchor. Right. They say, you know, it won't, it won't move this car, but it does take it to the, you know, the crusher. You did drive it there. And so, and I drove it there and I said, okay. What were they doing to it? Were they they changing the oil? Because you didn't want to do one of those uh, 18 minute oil changes in your cousin's yard like you did for the YouTube? I I changed my own oil. Right. That's about all I know how to do. And so I, uh, it was just, I was, I don't want to narrow down. There is a garage I go to that I love. So it's not the garage I love. And there's another garage. And this, these people weren't wrong. Why would you step out on your, the garage you love? Because this garage performed a task that the other garage doesn't. This is like your side piece garage. This is my side piece. They performed a task the other one doesn't. And I'm not dissing them. I'm not going to say their name because it does sound like I'm not dissing them. Right. They're not wrong. But they don't, they apparently don't know square bodies. They I said, I said, that's fine. And they said, well, it's just not, it's, it's, it doesn't, it's blown. There's no compression. There's nothing. I said, that's okay. And, and so then I got in it and I drove it home. That was a month ago. Fine ever since. I, it's fine. There's, there's nothing, it, the motors, this is the great thing about old Chevy trucks. The motor is probably blown. I don't care. You, you sound like the guy who should have put his pet down months ago, but you're like, it still eats and drinks. It still eats and drinks. It's down from a hundred horsepower to 75. <laughs> there is, there's no horsepower. I drive the wheels off this thing. It doesn't even need a motor. It just, <laughs> it just runs. It runs. Is there like a magic. puddle of oil anywhere? Uh, no. 
if, if you're, I happy. try not to put oil in it because if you do, it leaks. I keep no oil. <laughs> there you go. I keep no oil I, in this. Truck. That's probably why there's no oil pressure. Yeah. And anyways, We've so that is that to one. say that the motor is blown in the truck, but don't worry, it's fine. Okay. Yeah. So like seventy five dollars, you, you find another motor. Did you check the compression yeah. on the truck you sold that you made a big profit on? Did it have compression? That truck actually ran pretty well. But yeah. yeah, I sold it at a profit. And so I, why did you why did you keep this one, the green one? I like this. The green truck. Okay. Yeah. Just because it's mean, you, it's the one you've had so long. Gold, I don't know. Gold was too fancy. I mean, Hannibal Smith had a cigar. Right, and you have a green truck. I have a green truck. All right, producer Chris. <laughs> What's up? Final thoughts? You got anything? Just uh, some good luck could come my way would be nice. That's all I'm saying. Do you feel like at this point you're in an eBay auction and you keep getting outbid at the, at the five second mark So in the auction? All right. Uh, Zach, here. When was the last time you bought it? When, when did you buy your house? 2007. Okay. Mark, when did you buy your house? 2008. Chair? 2013. Ooh. Okay, so in 2020, I have looked at 15 houses, 15 houses, uh, looked at a house on Friday, put an offer in, went above the asking price a fair amount, and still lost. Still not enough. Still not enough. And so now I'm, you know, feeling a little defeated. This is, this is attempt number three. Attempt number three on a, on a written offer. This is the slump buster. Hopefully. Third time's a charm, baby. All right. Have you had like a, a couple's photo shoot where you look kind of sad, dejected, and homeless? Is a no, like send it along? No, what we're, what I, I haven't mentioned this to Paige yet, um, but I'm thinking that we are going to write a letter and we're going to mention our disabled dog. Yeah. Don't tell them about uh, Mark's blown motor though, because they're going to just say, oh, put yeah. it down. That'd be. And I'll tell them I do know Ted Kaczynski if they want to meet him. <laughs> Mark, they, I might have to call if you. They want in. a new pen pal. I always thought Ted Kaczynski should marry Monica Lewinsky. Oh. Then she becomes Monica Lewinsky Kaczynski. Oh, that'd be yeah, yeah. all the nineties names. That's a that's a nineties joke there. I just, thought <laughs> I, just thought I'd make a 1995 joke for you. I am I that's why that's why you uh you're here with us. Don't 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 give up any of your hopes and dreams. Don't you an offer might be accepted on a house, but then you think the driveway is a little too close to a busy road. Don't give up anything because you're going to be in that house yeah we don't and, give it up yeah and i mean we keep the dream there are things that we that we want and that are that we're not willing to negotiate on but then there's other things that are minor that we can negotiate mark your house is quirky is it not it is a little quirky. don't you have one of have those with the my gar- house i've seen pictures i think ah. of the trucks on the road it, do you have one of those houses where the garage is in the basement yes yes that's quirky it's quirky yeah I, th- th- so you drive in and then it, once you get your, you probably don't park your cars inside. No, I used to, but no, not anymore. But if you drove in, you've got to climb the stairs from your, your garage up into your kitchen or something. Yep. Right into the yep. kitchen. I grew, I grew I've never been in your house, but I, you sound like I you've feel been like I house. know it. Here's what's great about my neighborhood. And I planned in advance for this. Keep this in mind as you're looking for houses is uh neighborhood. Cause uh, it's my, you know, I'm still living my first time. I'm 37. I still have time to maybe make something. Probably not. But uh, <laughs> there's, there's a park down the street. There's an, oh, 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 let me give you this. Let me give you I this. Gotcha. Okay. I'll give you this. There's two things. Just two. There's city or country. Don't go in between. You either get a house with sidewalks and an alley and maybe a park or something within walking distance, or you go way out in the country. Don't. 
move to a cul-de-sac. Don't move to just a house where it's clumped with other houses, but there's no sidewalks and, and just asphalt everywhere. You go town or country. I'm, I'm, you're describing I'm, Jeremiah's so neighborhood. I'm, I'm, I'm in three. I have to walk. I have to walk a, a bit of a distance to get, get to a sidewalk. To get to a sidewalk. I was promised. They a tried sidewalk. to get to you a sidewalk. You got to think sidewalks and alleys. Sidewalk. You got to have all. You got a walkway though. You didn't get a sidewalk. And that way, I got a walking path that comes path. within 700 feet of of a place I can get to safely. I grew up in a house with it where you park in the basement. My childhood home. Still yeah. do. Walk up into the kitchen. We even got right two cars the in there. Oh, now that would be nice. Two cars. You had to kind of hook them or hook it around. You had to turn around the corner. Turn, turn yeah. Turn, turn around a post. Right. Yeah. A column. Yeah, metal and, post. And if you screw up, you deck the house down. Uh, and or you in, did or in my parents' case, they there was like a little closet on the back, and now it's just a post with it because it's got electrical, like a, a light switch on there. It's hanging from the cord for the light switch. Nothing of that closet's left. It's the only <laughs> thing left because at some point it got caught on a bumper oh, and ripped off. God. Before I was around, before I can recall. So it wasn't your fault? No, it wasn't me. I never got to park in there. So that's your advice, is go full city or go full country? Full city, well, not full city, just go town or country. Town, you got to have your sidewalks, you got to have an alley. What do you need the alley for? You're describing Zach's house. Zach is close to a park, he's Mm -hmm. got sidewalks, he has an alley. Or you have a rural area, but in between, between, you have the disadvantages of everything. Well, I've never had an alley. What's the advantage of an alley? Is that so you can get away in the darkness? Lots of things. Taking your garbage out through the backyard, uh, through uh, having just a nice place to to pull up if you're carrying things into the backyard, kids riding bicycles and stuff. And that's the other thing about... So it's the backyard access. That's what you like. And that's the other nice thing about living what in a traditional you- neighborhood. We're talking about Mayberry neighborhood, platted houses, not around corners and curves, but they face north and south and they... Perfect squares, right? And you got your alleys, you got your sidewalks, you got trees uh, along the street and stuff. And and I've been building up to this moment now for years because now my kids are five and seven, so they go outside, maskless. Other kids are outside, maskless as well, riding their bikes. As a matter of fact, the other day, pure Americana, all the neighborhood kids playing in the neighborhood, traditional neighborhood. Some were coming down from the park, and my five-year-old brought out sidewalk chalk. And they all start drawing on the sidewalk. And I thought, this is everything. This is why I moved to the neighborhood. This is why I planned in advance. And all the kids enjoying each other's company, playing and, and, and having fun and being artistic. Did they write mega on the sidewalk? Well, here's what happened. So then <laughs> everyone goes inside. It's supper time. Street lights come on. You know, America as we know, what the boomers just tell you, you don't even have any respect for. And the next morning I come outside. And, and I look at the sidewalk. I didn't look at it the night before. It's all dicks. It's all dicks. <laughs> Up and down the sidewalk. Just dicks. So, uh. Did I, you ever watch Superbad? No. Oh, oh that's a fantastic I, I need, movie. That's, we, we, I've never it, seen it. It's either going to be our, our movie night. Boss Hog movie night. with yeah, uh, On the three screens? On the three screens. Yeah. Or uh, I'm just going to give you a. a, a I'm going to have it converted to VHS and have you put it in your player. Betamax, please. But the uh, the the main character, there's a flashback to when he's a child, and he's like he has an addiction, and all he can do is make dick drawings. And in school, he's just 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 drawing dicks, and he's got a whole lunchbox full of them. And he accidentally has <laughs> has it in class where the the teacher comes and opens up the the lunchbox, and he uh, that's he, all. He, he was in trouble. I mean, it wasn't just dicks; they were outlining each other or drawing stick figures 
all dicks, <laughs> all dicks. And, and I've noticed this. And then I didn't even realize I was walking to work the other day and I'm walking way down the sidewalk. There's another dick I did. Cause we haven't had rain in a while. Sure. Yeah. They're I mean, permanent. The worst word, like the words I never thought I'd utter. I go home and I say, go get some chalk and draw some pants <laughs> over that big dick down the sidewalk. Okay, Dad. Do you guys have a Facebook community group that they're complaining about? Because in Henry County, this would be it would be on the the next door app. It would be it would be everywhere. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. yeah. We'd have. I started. I'd, I'd a be like, group. who do you recommend for pressure washing to get the dicks off oh the sidewalk? God, dicks all over the place here. It was in front. of, I mean, my my poor neighbor and, and people down the street. I even went up to I went up to someone and I said, "I'm sorry." I you just know, if the governor finds out, he's going to make you put a mask on him. I well, there should have been masks on him to begin with. <laughs> They should have left the dicks there. I should have had them leave the dicks there and put masks on the faces. <laughs> and I walked up and I said, I'm very sorry. I just, I noticed there was a, a penis in front of your house. And he said, and I thought he would laugh, which was, I was hoping. He's like, yeah, I, I saw that the other day. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, I, I mean, guess that's all to say boys I mean, are the worst. Uh, you, your dreams came true, but uh, yeah. you know, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? So that, that was your final thoughts. I guess Did you, it could be my final thought. Do you have anything else to plug? Uh, do I have anything else to plug? What What have you been doing on your YouTube channel lately? Anything? I, I ran out of ideas and I, and, and I had no ideas to begin with. Right. And so I stopped. So that's pretty there's, much it. There's nothing. I have an idea, but it's a big idea. So I have to wait for right. the right execution. Is this the David Letterman idea again? Getting no, no. Where's that? Where's that? Janine, you're friends with Janine Lake, right? Uh, well, you mean, guys are good friends. We're acquaintances. Uh, yeah. Have her, have her put me in touch with Letterman. I got a good idea. Okay. When you, when you call, why don't you come out to the Speedway this weekend? We'll meet him together. The Speedway. Yeah, yeah. Indianapolis. Because I don't want to talk to him about show business. Oh, he'll talk about race cars. I don't want to talk about race cars. I just want to talk about, about his red Chevy truck. Right. That's it. That's the only I thing I want to talk to him about. I think you just. I think he would be thrilled. I don't think anyone has said. I want to talk to you about your 1973 Fleet Side Chevrolet. I want to talk to him about his Volvo. So we could talk about Oh, the Paul Newman Volvo. Yeah, the Paul Newman Volvo. See, I bet people even I want to talk to him about the truck that I know just through my watching YouTube. It's like the the things you connect over time when you watch YouTube videos, you watch him on TV that he bought a truck in Indianapolis in 1973 brand new. Right. Still has it today. He had it remodeled once. Yes. Uh Johnny Carson fixed it up for him, is that right? No. Uh, Johnny Carson stole it from him. I thought, for a he, bit. I thought he repaired it. Didn't no. he didn't he clean it up? No. I thought he fixed it. No, he didn't fix it. Oh. He stole it. I misremembered it. Johnny Carson stole it, uh, supposedly. You know, all those things are fake. And then had it on the stage right. and whatever. And then they had a second bit, which was Judge Wapner came to mediate damages to the truck. <laughs> but no one ever fixed the truck. He since had it restored. Okay. Uh, I thought Johnny Johnny fixed it, but that, he, no. that, was, that was totally separate. That was totally separate. And he still has this truck that he purchased in Indianapolis in 1973. Chevrolet pickup truck, three-quarter ton, I think. Where's he keep it? You know, if he keeps it around, you know, he keeps it Montana or wherever his ranch is. See, I wonder where it's at. These are the things you want to talk to Dave about. I just want to talk to him just that one singular thing. I don't want to talk to him about anything. Not his career, nothing, just his truck. You need to buy some credentials and come out to the track and meet Dave. I met Dave. Yeah. You met him? Well, yeah, I talked to him for a second or two during a grid walk two years ago. See? Hang with Zach. Yeah. You can, we can make this happen. You can make it happen. It's not as hard as you think. It I is. bet if you walked up and asked him about his red truck, he would probably talk to you because that's what he, that's yeah. an oddball thing that he's probably never been asked about. And I, I want to do more than that. I want to, I want to make a video. I want to meet him and his truck together. I want to talk about, I want to see the truck. I want him to tell me about the truck. That's it though. 
We just talk about the truck. Nothing else. Nope. Don't give a damn about him doing the weather. I don't care about the weather. Else. I don't care about the late night. I don't care about the late show. I don't care about the Ed Sullivan Theater. Nothing. Just the red truck. Okay. That's all we talk about. So that's that's the that's that's the big that's the other big one. Square body life. Yeah. Square body life. All the way. I will have one final word. Okay. I have one. <laughs> Who knows when I'll come back again? I don't know. It could be Thursday. We don't know. I this the final word is I constantly this happened to me the other day. I I I don't know how to communicate with humans. I don't know how humans work. I don't know how I maybe about, I don't about thirty percent of the time I come across as a jerk, and and I piss yeah, people 45. off, and I don't know how it happened. I thought it was a perfectly reasonable thing, and the mm-hmm. next thing you know, seven people are mad at me. So I have no clue how it. I went to get a new my my kids broke. They didn't break the TV, but my kid did break the glass in a picture frame, and so I took this picture frame out. You're to at like forty glass. cents. It was uh, twenty nine dollars. What? Yeah. What? I decided to get a non-reflective kind of a whatever thing. What maybe do you, is this a the, picture of you and your wife it, it, from your wedding? What kind of a picture frame is this? Pictures at our wedding? <laughs> <laughs> this was a, it was a picture of a... <laughs> it, was a it was David Letterman's truck. Of a steam engine. <laughs> <laughs> a nice steam engine. Should have contacted Frost Framing. Apparently it's $29 for a piece of glass. They said this is the only glass we have. And so I got the glass and then I carry it up. And then I'm thinking about where I have to go next. I had to run errands. I had to go get some eggs and stuff. I was thinking about this. Where do I go next? What do I have to do? And I realized that the woman at the cash register has been talking to me and being pleasant. And I was totally off in another world. And I thought, this is going to be rude. I need to say something nice. And I was like, well, uh, scare up something nice. And I said, oh, man, I'm, I'm going to be nervous taking this out to the car. I'll probably break it again. <laughs> I don't know. I just thought that was sure. something. Sure. To talk about? That's a human interaction. Yeah. And then I thought she'd say, ha, ha, ha. I don't know. Right. I was just did, trying to. Did she say. I wanted oh, to add me, in something with a chuckle. So I'm I'll, smiling. I'll carry it out for you, old man. She said, she said, Justin, come here. <laughs> so, this, <laughs> so this 15 year old like walks up. Yeah. yeah. She's like, uh, this gentleman's afraid he's going to break this. Will you carry this out to his car for him? <laughs> Please tell me Justin broke it. Then what do I need? Then what do, what do you say? Now. Now you're in a tipping situation, and you have to. I then hope do you I give say, Justin five bucks? I was I gonna say I'm I'm sorry. This was all just me trying to trying to be nice, but not really meaning anything. This I'm is this is Larry David. Now me. you've got to go with it. So I I yeah, Justin and I walked out to the car. And, did he hold your hand? Uh, he didn't hold my hand, but he just he he said it in the car. I opened the door and he put it in the car, and he's like, "Thank yeah, have a good night, sir." You know, and and, and then he held his hand out. Did, did, should I have given him something? I think at that point you're you've you've entered a tipping situation. Oh. You were worried about being rude to her, and in fact, you were rude to him. I, I said, "Have a good night." I that's, said, "Thank you." And he looked a little perplexed because there's obviously nothing really uh, about me that looks like I couldn't carry a. You didn't invent the shakes or anything, or a limp or something. I should have limped. Yeah, I didn't limp. Actually, I I kind of had a, like a quicker gait than he did. He was walking. Justin didn't walk too fast. At least like dropped your keys. Like I like you had an issue with grass. Do you have a a, a, a ruling on this sack? Did he do anything <laughs> yeah. wrong? How should I have handled this? And you probably handled it the best you could. It just got away from you there. That's oh, that's uh, it exactly. If you've made it this me. long in the show, I want you to tell me what Mark <laughs> did wrong. Email me Jeremiah at ballsoccerofliberty.com. Who's there? And and I want to we we need to uh, we need a ruling if Mark did this appropriately or not. Uh, I think he should have tipped him, uh, but he's not on PayPal or Venmo to pay to give. Yeah, it, you, you don't have any cash on you. You you tip cash you in a pandemic. 
Yeah, should you, I you should have gotten your checkbook out and written him a check and written him a check, Justin. Here's Thank you, Justin. here's three dollars and fifty cents. Happy birthday! I, I said that. I got him out of the store. He got to have some fresh air. He even put his mask down a little bit. You know? Oh, okay. yeah, what a, I got to see a little of that nose. Oh, yeah. Now, and, now it's starting to sound like the kind of stuff you go to jail for. And let me tell you something. He showed some nose. He showed me a little nose. Yeah, astral porn. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining us. <laughs> Zach. Well, that was the longest final thought. Ellen <laughs> uh, K Farms got there. We were out there picking up pumpkins. You can get like 10 bucks. You can get a pumpkin that's as big as a politician's ego. They're huge out there and they have all kinds of produce. Um, get your beef out there. Uh, I'll plug my cousin's business, Beehive Body Company again. She's out there sometimes, but she's also at some of the farmer's markets. But other than that, support local while you're around. So there's there's big talk around town that uh, we're celebrating another anniversary. I think Newcastle is going to be 200 years old in the year 2022, and uh, they they buried a time capsule at 150 years. So in 1972 on the courthouse lawn, they buried a time capsule, and they're going to dig it up in a couple of years, and they want to bury another time capsule uh, to open up 50 years later. Ooh! So that leads to one of the greatest episodes of Parks and Recreation in history which is the time capsule episode and Will Forte showed up and he chained himself to a radiator in Leslie Nope's office demanding they put uh, twilight books in, in the time capsule. Uh, and so I want to know what people think needs to go in the Newcastle time capsule. And two, a lot of people thought I was serious on Facebook when I shared it and said, I want them to put twilight books in there and nobody like it, 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 no it, skimmed, it skimmed over about 90% of the people. Uh, which made me look like a freak, and I've never even read Twilight. I don't know. I, I, I'm so familiar with. I'm familiar with uh, the two of the male actors that were in it. Uh, I think I met one of them for a half of a second once at the Indianapolis Super Bowl. Uh, uh, Taylor Lautner came by, and we waved, and that was that. But uh, he wanted to meet Boss Hog, and I said, "Hey, uh, weren't you, uh, you used to be somebody?" And then that was that. But yeah, time capsule coming up. So there's going to be some so Boss Hog Liberty. Well, I probably should have some of our something. tapes. Maybe this one. Yeah. Maybe episode 177, Burnt on Betamax. I think so. Uh, and then they're going to open it up. And in, in 2072, they're going to go, well, I guess I guess they use Betamax. A Boss Hog of Liberty face mask. Because, I mean. There has to be a face yeah. mask and some Clorox wipes in there. Yep. This is, we're going to do this in 2022. It's still going to be This is all going to be over by then. No. Right? No, we'll no. no. It's never ending. I want to know what the hell's in it, though. What do you think? The, what, what, what cool stuff's going to be 1972? in 1972? Maybe some, some Mopar cart parts. Yeah, there'll be some Chrysler stuff in there. Yeah. It's got to be some of that. I don't even know. I, wasn't. I don't know. Baseball This is probably what Guffy thinks. I wasn't born yet and wouldn't be born for a decade. Yeah, I figured you were probably already about 21 in a drunken binge by then. So you don't remember what 72 was. I've never been in a drunken it. binge my whole life. <laughs> Zach, don't lie to us. Well, I mean, we have this weekend to look forward to, Zach. Oh, man. Spectating. Drinking is a spectator sport for me. <laughs> and then what happens the next day is I remember. And you can tell everybody what happened. Or I don't. I just look at them and smirk, and they don't know what happened. Mayor Hogsett says that we have to sit in aluminum bleachers uh, if we want to go spectate, and it's going to be 40-degree bleachers. Farmer Brad wants to know if he can fit an automatic chicken water. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. I think he probably should uh, start uh, start talking about his donations to the committee, and they might be able to put an automatic chicken water How about in there. A chicken, just a chicken, just 
Not like live or a live one. A live chicken. Yeah. We'll see what's left fifty yeah. years. Fifty years later, I'd say a dust. live chicken. Uh, Jane Burcham uh, says she was there. So what, Jane? What before we sign off? I want you to tell me what was in there. What did did she get to put something in there? Did she put? Doubt it. Did she put anything in the uh, in the time capsule? Not that I know. I don't of. know. If you had the opportunity to put one thing in a time capsule today, what would it be, Mark? One thing. To one put thing. In a time you get capsule. to put one thing in a time capsule. What are you putting in there? That's pretty big. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's going to be open. It has to be something years. from present day right. to reflect life as we know it now. Right. But we don't, the problem with time capsules here moving forward is we don't deal in actual tactile things. Right. We don't do money you're gonna or put cassettes. Your, you're going to put your phone anything. in. I will probably dump yeah, I was gonna my phone say, in there. Th- you got to throw a phone in there. Just throw a phone. That's all. That's really, th- that is it. That's it. That's the whole time capsule. It's probably something where, yeah, and then put, you open it I up. I put this and video in here, and then we made this video. Here's a YouTube link. <laughs> How pissed YouTube would you link. be? How pissed would you be if you open up the time capsule and it's a whole thing, and it's and, just a link to a video that's been on and, YouTube for and, 50 years? And whether or not YouTube's here. Right. Because like my, my son, the first day he went to school, he came back. He's like, I'm going to be a YouTuber. And we're like, no, you're not. <laughs> I'm like, you're in first or second grade, man. I was like, I'm going to give you a tip, buddy. When I was in second grade, YouTube didn't exist. I was like, so by the time that you get to be 18, I doubt YouTube's around. I bet we're on to something else. And he just doesn't want to acknowledge that. YouTube is like 12 years old now. I don't know. It's tough to know. Uh, We're going to retire from podcasting. My mom says she forgets what went in the time capsule. (laughs) It was 50 years ago. What's she been doing? She did remember she's the one that took out the little closet wall in the basement. (laughs) All right. With that, we thank you guys so very much for joining us. Episode 178 is coming up next week, back on Thursdays. We'll see you then. Thank you for listening to the Boss Hog of Liberty, which is part of the We Are Libertarians network. I am Chris Spangle, and I am the founder of this network. And I invite you to listen to all of our shows, which you can find at wearelibertarians.com or by searching for these in your podcatcher. The flagship show is the We Are Libertarians podcast, where we apply libertarian principles to current events. The Brian Nichols Show is a conversation amongst Republicans, Democrats, Libertarians, Independents, as they talk about what is happening in the news. And we have many other podcasts like The Chris Spangle Show, Upward, The Cost, Raw Audio Politics, Miranda's World, and Tad Talk, which is quite a ride. So check all of these out. Go to WeAreLibertarians.com and you can check out all of our great podcasts. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the We Are Libertarians Network. Get our other shows at WeAreLibertarians.com.